Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. This is our 11th episode. Um, of course, I'm joined with my co-host, George. Hey, guys. Hunter. Hey. And our returning mouse, our sister, Courtney. Hi. Of course, I'm Josh. Uh, so we're going to jump right into it. Uh, this is a special edition episode, but we're going to have a couple things for you right here at the top. Uh, Hunter wanted to bring up something really quickly at the top, though, about our last episode. Yes, uh, our last episode was a, was a small milestone. You know, we hit our 10th episode, and I, just really quick before we move on, I just want to thank you guys. I mean, we would have done this regardless, but it's, it's nice to see that we actually have a small following, and we thank you for it. Yes, I, I agree. Like, uh, it's nice that we've got people listening and, um, you know, that are actually out there downloading and listening and, uh, you know, at 10 episodes, like, uh, we're, we're getting on our way, but, uh, it's also nice because like, this is just a thing that we just always talk about Disney. So it's nice to see that actually people care to hear us. I agree. Um, I like how we show, you know, our, our, you know, emotion, you know, how we yeah, are. Passion. Yeah, passion. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's a it's a nice thing though, and we want to thank you guys for listening on, and uh, we, of course, uh, can't wait to see where we go in the future with this. Uh, but really quickly, we're gonna jump into just a couple quick news items. First of all, we just want to say that uh, we're we're recording this on Monday the fourteenth, right? Yeah, and so. We're literally a couple days away from Star Wars, and excitement cannot be any higher for us. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I do want you all to know that I will be off all social media starting, uh, starting on the 17th until I see the movie. I have my tickets already, but I don't want any spoilers out there. Please don't be that guy. That has to ruin the fun for all of us. Yes, uh, <laughs> this is a message from Three Guys and the Mouse. We please ask that if you're on any social media and you see Star Wars, do not talk about it. Uh, do not talk about any spoilers online, or we will find you. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse will find you. <laughs> oh hi. <laughs> Uh, no, so, um, to move on from that, though, <laughs> so dumb. uh, last week, uh, there was actually a pretty cool news story that came out, um, uh, D23 actually announced that Walt Disney's office was actually turned into a, uh, a permanent exhibit inside of the studio in his, in his actual office space, and, uh, for me, this is actually really cool, because, like, uh, my wife and I, we did the D23 studio tour, and we were very upset to find out that they actually had been renting this space out, and at the time when we did it, they told us that they were renting it out to the uh, producer of American Idol, which we thought was kind of like a travesty, because it was just, like, kind of, like, show, showing, like, no care or concern for, like, the past. Yeah. And, and the big thing that I was thinking about uh, the last time, the and, um... <laughs> You know, it's 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 weird that you would do that because of how many great things that guy did behind that desk. That you know, that desk. Why you'd even mess with it in the first place? And, and it's just nice to see out there finally, like, hey, you know what? Let's bring it back out. You know, show people. You know, all this stuff. It's nice. To to be honest, I think though, like a lot of it had to deal with like realistically, it's a studio, and that's how a studio is. Like, for instance, like uh, you know the. Um, Oh, man, I just forgot what they're called. <laughs> um, no, but uh, the uh, sound stages, 
they don't, you know, like, even though they put so much in there and they film so many things, you know, when it really comes down to it, they don't care. Like, it's it's just a space. Right. Like, uh, you know, uh, Warner Brothers does a pretty cool thing where they actually have a plaque outside and it lists everything that's ever been filmed in there, except for, of course, commercials. But any, like, TV show or movie, they, they list on there. And then, like, the... If it's, like, something that they feel like is a really big thing, like, for instance, they have the Friends soundstage and they have the Big Bang Theory soundstage and the Two and a Half Men mm-hmm. soundstages because those are, like, really big shows that they really, uh, you know, want to make a point. Like, oh, yeah, you know, this is something really big that we want to always remember. Uh, back with, the, you know, the, his desk, you can't, like, I, I just, I, I don't know, like, do you, like, walk in, like, like the whole circle see how it's a desk or it's just like you can't pass this line um to be honest i'm not sure how they're gonna do it um time will tell like how they'll do it i'm assuming that they'll kind of treat it more like the archives uh if you do the studio tour where you kind of walk in and like you're not supposed to touch anything but you know you get to walk in and you can see everything up take close a, take a couple photos yeah exactly I was just gonna go with the sound stages, like when they actually the actual stage, they just refurbish them and use them for different shows. Yeah. Like the Friends one for the apartment of Joey and Chandler, I know they use that for Baby Daddy's apartment. Yeah. So I know they do stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's like. Um, this is what you do. It's like this is how the studios all have to run because you just can't just be making a whole bunch of new sets all the time. Just like you can't just make a new office every few months. Yeah, well, it's like uh, at the Disney studio, they only have two sound stages. Um, well, no, I, it's, I think it's three with the third one, but they, they used to only have two, and, like, uh, they filmed things, like, uh, Mary Poppins was filmed in there, they did 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is, like, the biggest Ooh. thing they did, uh, and I believe, uh, Home Improvement was also filmed there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was filmed, it was so. either filmed there or at Disney Hollywood Studios. I don't know. I don't think I don't it... Know. No, because Disney Hollywood Studios, they filmed um, Golden Girls and New Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for for you NSYNC fans out there. <laughs> we know that there's one. But, uh, no, like, uh, you know, it's cool to see that they're, like, appreciating the past. That's how I feel. Like, um, one thing, like, we all know, like, you could see the uh, this um, office, like, because they were doing, like, tours and stuff with it. Uh, but... You know, it's nice to see that, like, they're taking it off the market, because, like, I know George and I, we saw it at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, and it was really cool to see, like, uh, the whole office, but then at the same time, like, after a while, like, they would always be like, oh, D23 exhibit is going to have Walt's office. You're like, I've seen that. I've seen that. (laughs) Can I see something else? Like, and, and, you know, I think it's cooler that it's, like, a harder thing to see now, especially since it's in the studio. Right. But, uh... You know, like we said, like, it's nice to see that they're appreciating uh, the past for what it is and that they're making that a permanent thing inside of the studio, which realistically, like, the Disney studio is kind of a museum anyway. Like, when I did the tour, like, everything in there, like, uh, is all, like, things that they used to do, but they don't do at all anymore. Like, the original studios is where the, you know, where they used to make uh, films like uh, Pinocchio and Bambi. Mm. Like, they don't do anything like that in so there anymore, like... like They have all these signs for, like, you know, uh, where it'll say, like, Inker and all that, but they don't do that anymore. They just keep those signs up because they were always there. 
But then across the street is now where the animation building is, and that's where they do everything now. So that's that's where all the magic actually happens now. Is yeah. They don't even do the hand drawn anymore, do they? No, oh. the hand drawn died out. I think. Uh, thanks a lot, Toy Story. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Actually, I just uh, recorded, uh, ABC played, uh, they played like an hour-long uh, documentary about Toy Story turning 20. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited to watch that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm not going to mention it again, but you know, that it's cool that that's a thing. Yeah. So, to move on from there, uh, we're going to talk about a couple things in the parks. Uh, we saw some pictures on Mice Chat that the uh, Luigi's Rollick and Rovers are whatever it's called, are finally in place, and uh, they should be, uh, I believe I heard them saying that there's going to be soft opening, like, later this month or early January. I know I had already mentioned that I've seen some merchandise out already, like the pins, so yeah. it's cool to see that they're moving forward with that. Is this uh, soft opening one of those deals where it's, like, for the cast members, like, hey, you know, come, come out on this day and you can check it out? Well, like, soft opening is, like, they'll, they'll like, uh, let people ride it for a little while before um, they Close fully it. open it. Oh, okay. And, and it all calls back to, like, the original opening of Disneyland, where no one saw anything until they opened it, and then you had the, you know, what, what do they call it, the Black uh, Friday or Black Sunday? Yeah. I, I forget Black which Tuesday one. Black or whatever it was. Yeah. Where they actually opened Disneyland, and it was, like, this awful mess because they weren't ready for it. So, like, they very famously, like, for every theme park before, uh, now, they've done a soft opening before they did the full opening because they wanted to let the public see it and then, like, get a little bit of it, a little taste of it before they fully were like, here it is, open. So it's like a, it's like a test, like, just a regular test. Yeah. Right? See if everything works out. Yeah, because, you know, it, it's like with Disneyland. You don't want to open the park and then have things like Autopia, all of the cars broke down except for two of them. Uh, do you know, if, like you know, like especially like cast members, like at the end, like they do like like a little review, like seeing um, like what do you guys think and stuff like that. I know when my grandma did, uh, she did. She actually got to do the cast member preview for uh, DCA, and um, yeah, like uh, that's the whole thing. Is like they let you do it, and the whole thing is they just want us. Uh, they just want you to write everything and uh, make sure everything's working fine. Probably go out and buy some of the food and be like, oh, well, is everything good? Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh... You have cast members everywhere asking, oh, did you enjoy this ride? Or, oh, you haven't? Why haven't you gone on yet? What's making you not go over there? That was a weird thing, though, when we did well, it's that. It's like, uh, they, they do that all the time anyway. I like, swear, I just haven't made my way over there yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, we, we just did, uh, when we were just at Disneyland, when we were leaving one of the days, the uh, surveyors, they came up and they asked us about food, and they asked us where we ate, and uh, what we thought of it, why we ate there, and, um, you would know, we of course, it again? yeah, what we re recommended again, um, I actually love that they do that, I've done it before, like, uh, I was super excited too, because I had tried uh, the Bengal barbecue for the first time when I did it, so I was like, yeah, you know, it was great, I really loved it, and they were like, oh, uh, you know, would you mind doing that? survey for us and they brought me in the little room to answer questions about my experience and um i'll say though like that time i had gone to flo's v8 cafe and i was kind of detrimental to them because i was just like you know um the food's good but it's like it's not something i would have again and you know they're like oh why not and i was just like well you know when it comes down to it like it wasn't food that i care to have like as i i hate to say it but like 
My wife even says it, and she loves the food at Close V8 Cafe, but you expect it to be burgers. Like, mm-hmm. you're, because of the theme of it. Yeah, because it's an American diner, so you expect it's burgers, and when you go up and it's like steak and stuff, you're just like, oh, I didn't oh, want no. this, though. I didn't want a fancy meal. Uh, yeah, and Courtney, you, you can attach to this because we both did it. Uh, we got the breakfast there. That breakfast sucked. I liked it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, but yeah, I remember Courtney was like... She's like, can I get so the, blunt. She goes, she goes, can I get the French toast? Because I was getting the French toast, and she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, she's like, can I get it without that caramel glaze? And she, and this lady, the look this lady gave her. It was like I just spit in her face. Yeah, she's like, she's like, well, why, why would you want to do that? I don't know, maybe because I don't like caramel. Um, I will say, uh, like for a nice segue, actually, that you guys set it up for, um, the other thing we wanted to mention is we saw that uh, Disney World opened up the Skipper Canteen. Uh, which is a Jungle Cruise-based uh, eatery that they just opened up. Um, I, I'm going to... Well, Courtney and I, we're actually going to be heading out to Disney World in January, so... Lucky. I'm excited, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to I'm excited to see it, though. Uh, especially, like, the whole aspect of, like, you know, basing dining off of... Like, the, I like the period we're in right now where they're kind of basing a lot of things off of us Disney fans. Like, they finally got to it where they're like, Disney fans love Disney. They don't care about they don't they don't care about you coming in and being like, oh well, this is uh, Bobby Flay's blah blah blah. We're just like we don't care who uh, Morimoto is. I want uh, you know a Disney experience here. Like I still want to see Beauty and the Beast dining. I haven't yeah. gone there yet. So well, yeah, it's like a, a great example. Like you know they, um, but, you know I'm being kind of mean, but. Like, uh, you know, they're trying to bring in all these, like, uh, fancy uh, celebrity chefs to the downtown Disney slash Disney Springs thing. But it's like, we don't care. Like, you know, in the theme parks, I want it to be, I want to eat at uh, the West Wing. I want to, yeah. I want to eat in, <laughs> I was going to say the Seven Doors Mine, but I'm like, no, I don't want to die. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because uh, I know that we talked about it off, off camera and stuff, uh, or off mic. Camera. I, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed Pizza the Planet at, at Walt Disney World for that reason. It's like, yeah, you're giving me a location from a movie that I grew up watching. Yeah, that I that I know and that yeah. I wanted to be in. It's like uh, the most Eisley Cantina. Yeah. I want to be in the cantina and I want to be drinking at the cantina. I want to watch someone threaten Luke. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> I think it'd really be cool if they did, like, over in their little Princess Fantasyland, if they did Tiana's. Because that's a oh, little yeah. food place they had in the movie that I would really like to go to. Actually, I would I would like to see that at Disneyland in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, you can do that. Because you, you can still see her in New Orleans that's a lot. That's true. Like, it would be cool if they redid but, one of those, like, the French market or well, whatever. I want it to look just like how it did in the movie. Yeah. one of those people. Um, but uh, we're going to move on now to our main topic, which is uh, what's wrong with Disneyland, colon, Tomorrowland. Because Tomorrowland is uh, arguably uh, the most, like, or the worst land really right now. I would still say it's Toontown, but that's a whole other subject. (laughs) (laughs) Hunter said, no, don't say that. (laughs) Um, don't make me feel bad. <laughs> no, but uh, we're we're gonna go over like some things that we don't like and some things that we do like, and then we're gonna cover some things that we think would be a positive move forward. And uh, we're gonna start off though uh, with the front half, uh, you know, from Star Trader down. So you're looking at Star Trader, uh, Little Green. Is it? It's Little Green Men's Stores. It's Little Green Store or something like that. The Buzz oh, Lightyear yeah, yeah, one, the uh, right there, yeah, right? yeah. Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, 
um, Astro Orbiter, Star Tours, uh, like that whole half. Like, uh, and of course, I'm going to just start it off uh, the People Mover track that just sits there. As apparently a very expensive and very in the way shade. <laughs> uh, that whole. I, I just can't stand that. It just sits there. You could do a whole podcast just on that. You, uh, the people have. Yeah, people have done that. I've listened to them. And you're no, like, I agree. Yeah, but that's like, that's like, to me, it's like the most blaring thing where you're just like, why is this thing here? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, even if you're not, even if you're not a Disneylander, you still enter the park and see it and you're like, what is this? Why is it sitting here? Why are there leaves on it? What's even, what's even worse about it, though, is you'll hear people that don't know anything about Disneyland try to make up stuff about what that track is. I have heard so many people make lies oh, about yeah. what used to be there, and you're like, no? <laughs> you just kind of want to butt in and be like, excuse me, you're wrong. I'm just curious what kind of stories they'll say. Oh, <laughs> dude, you just hear, like, you know, oh, I heard that they got rid of, uh, got rid of, uh, was a rocky ride because someone, you know, fell off the track. They're like, where did you get this story from? What? I mean, one of the ones I heard is someone. Mind you, I'm I'm gonna give you guys a quick little. uh, I'm just gonna give you guys a quick little note. Uh, When it comes to rocket rods, we are uh, fans of rocket rods because we were young and we didn't know better. Even though now now I see it and I'm just like, well, you know, it was slow, it broke down a lot, and it looked like a gladiator sandal. But (laughs) when I was a kid, I loved that ride, and I remember always waiting in an 80 minute line to get on that. Are you not entertained? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's kick it off, though. Uh, George, uh, what's a couple things that um, you don't care for in this front half? Uh, Hmm. Well, I don't care about... Well, it's not about caring. Like, what I want to update. I really want to update, you know, like, the lights. I really, really think that they should really update, like, the... At least LED lights make it brighter or something like that. Uh, I mean, the way I see it, it doesn't look right. Yeah, you know. No, I would agree. Like it's very dim at night. <laughs> like it's very dim down uh, down in Tomorrowland. Like it, it seems like a an alleyway you wouldn't want to go down. Yeah, before the uh, before you know seasons came through, it was dim. It, 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 yeah, you're right. It, it looked like that alley that when you're walking home, you kind of you know yeah. walk fast, fast. Yeah, yeah, you hurry past <laughs> it. Um, no. Uh, like uh, for instance, um, I know Courtney's got one. What what's oh, the thing yeah. you don't like in this front area, Courtney? The just rocks. They're just annoying. They don't need to be there. Doesn't make sense with anything, really. I'd yeah. like to know why they put it there. Yeah, like I know I understand what Tony Baxter was going for because I've listened to him talk about it, and it's the whole thing that it was supposed to be this epic kind of look, you know, like drawing you in, like you see these rocks protruding out of the ground. <laughs> yeah facing towards it and then you see the astro orbiter and the kinetics of it bringing you in and you see the observatron moving every hour you see the rocket rods flying past but now you've got observatron thing doesn't move yep. rocket rods isn't there yep. and all you really have is a bottleneck in that area they, they should just put the little i can't remember the name of it the one that goes up and down like dumbo basically yeah, that yeah, one they should put it back to where it um, began. Like it was yeah. up. They should put it there because that would also clear it out and then take out those rocks. They're stupid. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You, you know, I get the whole epic thing. And 
and, 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 and theory, it probably looked really cool, you know, having the things whizzing by and you see everything moving. But nowadays, you walk up to it and you just see this crowd of people. You hear shouting, you hear people getting mad at each other because somebody's decided to stop in the middle for whatever reason they've decided is necessary. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Like, I don't know why you guys hate The Rock so much. Like, me, like, just me, I just, like, I don't, I don't mind it. Like, I don't know. I understand that, you know, it could be a lot of space. But, I mean, the way I see it, like, if I walk in tomorrow and I see rocks, I can picture myself going to, like, the moon or something like that. I don't know. That, maybe that's just me saying that's, you know, that's the future or whatever, you know? I, I actually, uh, really quickly, I want to say, I was about to say kind of like that. Um, now, like, I, mind you, I am a hater of it because, like, I see it as, like, it's eating up so much space mm -hmm. that we need. Mm -hmm. Especially the uh, Astro Orbiter sitting there causing that bottleneck. But I will agree that um, on the visual basis, like, when you look at it from the hub, especially at night, it is actually a very epic look to it. Like, it does do its purpose. The thing is, is that for us Disney fans, like, us hardcore Disney fans, we're trying to get to everything as quick as possible. We, like, we tend to not give a crap about right. that. And, like, that's how I feel. It's like everyone's overlooking the fact that it does do its job. It draws you in, and you see it visually, and it's very lovely and engaging you see it and you're like oh man like you know, like you said like I, when i was a kid i wanted to be an astronaut so the rocks to me like i agree i had that same feeling where i'm like you know i feel like i'm going to another world here but then you get in that bottleneck and you're just like oh no i'm at black friday at target <laughs> i have made a terrible mistake <laughs> this is not a world i want to be a part of I think definitely the reason why I hate those rocks is I have been in that crowd of people trying to leave at the end of the night, and I always have that one lady hitting me in the back of the leg with her stroller, and I'm about to fall on her yelling at me to not fall into it. Look, just move faster. Yeah, <laughs> I can walk faster than the person in front of me, but it's always that one person. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to level with you, George. Like, yeah, why, why Josh? I hate those things. I don't, I don't like them. But the issue with it is, it's not because I think they're ugly or anything like that. It's really just because it creates that unnecessary amount of traffic. That's yeah. my only issue with it. If we had a way where we could, like, maybe separate it more and give us more space, or if we were just finally uproot the, uh, the Astro over and move yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yeah. To, ju to jump on that, what I would say is, like, you know, once again, full agreement with George. I think it does its job visually, but the ish the real issue is that it's so close to Main Street that like we don't have the space for it. And that's like that's like a thing with our queues too. Like we can't do the advanced like theming for queues that you get in Disney World because we don't have the spacing for it. Now, you know, of course Disney World's Tomorrowland, like when it comes down to it, they can perfectly do... They could do the rocks and make it look really awesome. Instead, they went for that ugly, awful <laughs> look that they went for. Where, uh, the Tomorrowland that never was, but never should have been, I guess. <laughs> Evil. No. Evil. <laughs> but, like, I... Like, for instance, like, I see theirs. It's very bland. It's very... To me, it's cartoony looking, even. And then, like, they have, like, really dumb things. Like, the metal palm trees make no sense to me. Uh, I'm not even going to get on the the attractions that they have. Like It's just that their whole theming doesn't look attractive. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look like Tomorrowland, basically. Yeah, like, that's the one thing I give our Tomorrowland is that I feel like Tomorrowland when I look at it. Yeah. And mind you, I've seen, like, every almost every iteration of it. Like, I remember when the walls were white. I remember the original redo in uh, 97. I, I remember when they started downplaying that redo. 
and you know when they took out rocket rods and stuff and uh i think though like ours like it has that feeling to me that when i see it i'm like i feel like i'm i see the future it's just there's certain things about it that i don't like um now uh for the attractions in this front half though i just want to say like star tours love it right uh buzz lightyear's astro blaster I will say, it needs a, a refurb right now, but it's still it's, it's a nice. great attraction. My daughter loves it, especially with her Toy Story fascination. It's a Ooh. fun ride. And um, the free the free uh, photos with it, too, everyone should take advantage of it. Oh, like, yeah. It's a, it's a great little thing that they do for you. It takes you about 40 seconds to find your photo and just email yeah. it. So it's nice. I like, uh, like you said about the Toy Story, it's like Buzz like talking to you, like he's moving around. It's pretty cool. Actually, you know what's really cool about that is, uh, you know, we've all seen the um, dwarves at uh, Seven Dwarfs oh, Mine Train. Yeah. Um, one cool thing is that the Buzz Lightyear was actually their way of testing that system. So, like, you know, you can tell, like, he's a little dim. Like, he, yeah, could, yeah, use he, could, he upgrade, could use an upgrade. But you yeah. can, like, when you look at him, when, what you're really seeing is he's the uh, first version of it. He's the first version of the Hatbox Ghost the dwarves, and the Madame Leota head. He's OG. He's the test version. That's what he is. Buzz Lightyear, I do remember when that one opened when I was a kid, and that was like the coolest thing ever, because he didn't look like robotic at all. It oh, yeah. looked like a real oh, real Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Ellie, my daughter Ellie, she feels like that. When we were there the last time, I was like, oh, who's that? And she was like, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and like you could tell in her eyes, she was like, I can't believe he, it's he's, really he's him. Real. It's it's like how I felt the first time I went on Radiator Springs Racers. I was like, oh. they're real. <laughs> These are real. How did you do this? I only had this feeling at Disney. Leave it to a toy store. There's something for Toy Story to be the uh, beginning form of something. They always have to go and be the innovators. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, like in this, in this area, you've got Star Trader, which um, arguably is like the best shop. I, I would honestly say it was always my favorite. Um... Right now, I would say it's uh, it's got like a, you know, it's it's just a Star Wars store right now because Star Wars is coming and Season of the Force. But uh, I still love the store. Like uh, I, I will say, I I want to see more Tomorrowland esque merchandise coming right. in. But uh, it looks like that stuff's coming because I mean, like they've got a lot for Adventureland that's come in. They even have some for Frontierland. So it looks like we're moving we're moving more towards the original like Disneyland where it was like. You know, you had uh, merchandise that was for uh, the areas and the attractions, and it wasn't just this bland, like, oh, here's Mickey. Yeah, that's cool. And, and that's, yeah, that's actually what I'm drawing, uh, about the drawing, is it, it's good to see that, finally, you know. No more just like, yeah. oh, well, it's sponsored by this company, and we put Mickey Mouse in a hat on, on the thing. Yeah, like, the, the way I see it, like, um, mind you, I'm not one of those people that thinks that uh, Disney's really that scared of, you know, uh, Universal trying to dismantle them. I know there's a bunch of Disney quote unquote fans that are like, oh, Universal's doing it better. They're not, first of all. Um, secondly, <laughs> uh, you know, the whole idea that they're about to announce a third park, why? If you don't have two, if you don't have two parks that are good, especially their two theme parks don't add up to one good theme park. So, like, fix up what you got before you make new stuff. They just want to, you know, waste their money. That's it. Well, I know what they're doing. They're trying. They are trying to steal Disney's uh, fire. But the thing is, is that every family, no matter what, they don't spend their whole trip at Universal because yep. you can't. You like when it comes. 
I know I'm getting really into it. But uh, when it comes down to it, when you go to Universal Orlando, like I did it, every one of you out there can tweet me or whatever and try to tell me I'm a liar. I went there. My wife and I, we went there uh, before we had our daughter. We rode every attraction and still left at 6 p.m. And we got there at 10 a.m. So, like, we barely spent the day there. And then the funniest part of it is, like, we rode everything, including the Harry Potter rides we rode multiple times. We left, and we went back to Disney World, and Magic Kingdom was open until 3 a.m., which we stayed to until 3 a.m. Because Disney World knows how to keep you there all day. Yeah. Yeah. I do have something to say about Universal. When you go there, like, when we went to Gringotts, they're really behind technology-wise with Disneyland. Because... They're robots. You oh yeah, really? their their animatronics were very yeah. bad. Uh, I know. Uh, I know what she's saying. It looked, yeah, it looked bad. And the ride itself wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother yeah, subject. That's but uh, the what I did want to say though is like the one good thing, like even though I don't think Universal really has a chance or has the possibility, they don't have the edge or anything. What I what I do like is that it's finally lit that fire under Disney that they're like, hey, we can't keep coasting because like. That's a big problem. I know Hunter's already mentioned it. Like, coasting is, like, a really big problem we were having with Disney, where they were really just going off the fact that, oh, well, we already have people here. Why do we have to do more? Or Disney. We you know, get rid of themed napkins. <laughs> I'm not going to get on the soapbox about it. But, like, that's, like, one thing that they took away, and you're like, why? Or, like, even, like, the churro bags. They used to have – I know I talked to Guy Selga when I saw him at Disneyland last time. Uh, we talked about the churro bags, like, because uh, he just bought some for the 35th anniversary of Disneyland. And it's funny because it's like, I remember when they used to have, like, Mickey Mouse on it, or they would say Disneyland. Now they say nothing. It's just and a it, piece of paper. Yeah, and they keep making it more and more expensive. Like, you know, uh, I like I like seeing, though, that they're finally getting that mentality, like, oh, we can't coast. We have to do things better. And I feel like that's what they're really doing right now. Especially, like, Cars Line is, like, the best example of oh, that. Yeah. Only, only negative side of this is what happened when I was out there and you guys decided to charge me five dollars for a churro bite and you gave me a uh, a, a regular churro. churro. That yeah, when you showed me that, I I wouldn't have paid that. I would have been like, no, I want my money back. This is bull. Either either give me my money back or give me my yeah. churro bite. I I don't know what's going on with that. Hopefully that's just like I, I, I hope it was just an accident. Yeah, I'm hoping it was like an accident where they didn't have the churro bite, so they were instead offering the churro. But when it comes down to it, like if they do try to pull this, this is like this, this to me like Sad. is a move back uh, backslide into that whole mentality of oh, we'll just nickel and dime them. Because <laughs> basically what Hunter did last time is he paid fi- $5 for a churro with chocolate sauce that he wasn't going to use. <laughs> yeah, the chocolate sauce went really with the churro bites. You use it because you're like, oh, hey, you know, I can dip it. I'm not, I'm not dipping this giant thing in this little yeah. cup. Like that, to me, was like really awful that they did that. Uh, with the Cars Land and all that just by itself, I did not like the movie. You're going to get mad about that, I bet. But I love Cars Land, so I was like, that's pretty cool. Apologize to Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I have Good no example. I did not like Good that job. movie. It was annoying to me. But we should probably get back to yeah, Tomorrowland. Um, back back uh, to... You got Sorry, something? You, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, no. since you said that, uh, you know, we're going back to the, you know, the topic. Uh, the one thing I would love to, you know, up, uh, update is the, you know... I would like them to paint the walls like different colors. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, we'll, time, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll jump on that a little later. Uh, um, I wanted to get into the la- uh, the back half, though. You've got, um, this is where you've got, you know, your big things. You've got Space Mountain. Well, I guess Space, Space Mountain's the only one. But uh, you've got Space Mountain. You have the train station. You have, for some reason, Nemo Submarine Voyage. You've got Autopia, the monorail station. Um, and then you've got uh, Tomorrowland Terrace, where you can get a burger. Um, you've got Red Rockets Pizza Port, where you can get diarrhea. And, <laughs> and then you've got uh, the Magic Eye Theater, which should not be there at all. Um, so, like, uh, in this in this uh, half, though, like, uh, I would say, like, you know, uh, I already said it, but, like, Magic Eye Theater, I don't care for it at all. Because, like, to me, like, any show thing like that, like, it really comes down to the fact that it has no rewritability because yeah. you've already seen it. There's nothing new you can see. And then that's the thing is, like, to me, um, that's, like, one of the big issues with Universal, like, they're pushing really forward with the screen technology, and it looks cool, but it also, like, the more you write it, the more you actually start to notice bad things. Like, mind you, I love The Forbidden Journey at uh, Harry Potter, but the more I write it, the more I notice, like, uh, for instance, the last time I, I wrote it, I noticed that it was out of focus, which really bothered me when I was writing it. And, uh, especially since I have perfect vision. But, <laughs> but like, uh, you know, like, screens, like, when it comes down to it, you don't get that same sensation. Like, that's the one thing I will say about uh, Forbidden Journey that I love, is that Forbidden Journey is a combo of it. You get screens, and you get live action, uh, or you get the live, like, animatronics, and, like, you know, that's what really makes you feel like you're part of it. Because even though, like, uh, you see the screens with Harry Potter and all them, and you, you're like, oh, this is cool, then you jump into the Whomping Willows trying to hit you, which you, as I can attest, you can actually touch if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> and then the dragon, like, attacking you. Or going the into the, uh, yeah, the Dementor coming up to you. Like, fright, like, they perfectly did it. Like, that attraction, they really proved that they knew, or that they could get people behind them that could do it. But then you go on Gringotts, and Gringotts is just screens. And that was the real thing, is that it, you realize, oh, they figured out that, with screens, they don't have to do anything. The screen will do it all yeah, for easy. <laughs> and then, like, for instance, even Disney does it. But one thing I love is that even Disney knows that screens don't have the same rewritability. Yeah. Like, um, uh, Rio del Tiempo at Disney World at Epcot. I love this attraction because everything's better on a boat. Wedway <laughs> Radio. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, but... Like, I love this ride, but the thing is, is that I like looking around at everything in the ride. I really don't care about the screens. And mind you, Donald's on the screen. I don't care, though, because I'm like, it's a screen. I don't care. But one thing I love is that uh, it's actually a pretty big thing, um, is that uh, they brought... uh, At the end of it, you see, like, a concert of the Three Caballeros, and it had a screen where you would watch them performing, and it was funny, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like I said, I didn't really care. But then they took out that screen recently and they put animatronic three caballeros up and it is so much better seeing like them actually up there. And mind you, they don't have as much like, uh, you know, they can't do cartoony things anymore. But like uh, the reaction has been like universal praise because people love animatronics. Right. People love physical things. Like that's my thing with the Magic Eye Theater. No rewritability in that. That was a long-winded version of yeah. telling you that. 
if we're building on that, I mean, it just makes me mad because you know how Cap we all know how Captain EO went in there, and I, I heard one person say, "Oh, I can't believe they they get rid of it." You know, I always go on it. That's a darn lie. <laughs> yeah. I have never seen that thing with a line. Yeah, shame. I on. totally agree. Building on that one, I remember when they first reopened that, it was busy like for the day. Yeah, and then exactly. The next day we went in, no one was over there. I was like, really? Well, it's like, you know, I heard people complaining online about uh, the launch bay, and uh, which I just realized I didn't even mention when I was listing things. But yeah. you've got the launch bay and the superhero HQ, and people were complaining like, Launch Bay is dead in here, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> First of all, we went on a dead day, and there were a lot of people in there. Yeah. But secondly, it's basically a museum. Like, why would it be packed inside of there? Have you ever got in a museum and gone, man, I wish I could get some movement in here, but everyone's crowding this place. Like, it's... Come on, bro. It's an exhibit. Yeah. You go into an exhibit, you want no one there. You want to look everywhere. Uh, I'd like to add a little comment what Courtney said about, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the one with, the, no, yeah. but the Michael Jackson one, uh, you know, when she said that, oh yeah, you know, the first day everyone, there was a long yeah. line, uh, you know, the reason why the second day there was empty, because they remember why, they don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh yeah, that's right. Started. Oh, I remember why they took it out in the first place. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. It was something I was just like, ah, I don't need to. Yeah. Um, oh, no. I, I do want to, uh, uh, I think right now would be a good time, though, for us to go on, like, and uh, talk about, like, some things that we would like to see change, uh, you know, starting with you, George. I know you started a little bit about it. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I was just, you know, no, I want to let it out so yeah. much. Uh, but like I said, like, like I said, I want, you know, the LED lights, you know, I really want, you know, it's pop out more, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, the also the, the, another thing is to, uh, you know, paint the whole thing, like, it deserves a brighter color. Like, every time when I yeah. walk in, even, like, during the day, it's, like, it's sad colors. Like, I at night, it's obviously different, but, like, during yeah. the day, I want to see something, you know, bright, you know? You're saying, yeah, it looks kind of Yeah, bright. I agree. Yeah. Like, I know George was talking about it uh, a little while ago, um, with us, like, off, uh, off mic, but, like, uh, you know, a big thing that he was talking about is, like, he would like to see, like, a universal theme in that area. And, like, I totally agree, because, like, right now, like, the theme kind of is, like, Tomorrowland from the Disneyland theme park. Like, it's right. just, like, a bunch of stuff put yeah. together. And, you know, I think a lot of things are detrimental to that. Like, you know, you've got the fact that we've got Star Tours sitting there, um, which is part of, a, you know, George Lucas. Then you've got... Right next, or uh, on the opposite side, you've got Buzz Lightyear from a movie about toys. Then you've got Space Mountain, which to me is like the be-all, end-all for Tomorrowland right. and theming because that's like what it is about. And you've got, of course, the launch bay and the superhero HQ. You've got Nemo in the, like... Corner. Yeah, in the corner. And you've got cars that are on a track. Like, like there's no universal theme going in this area. Um, I know we've we've discussed it, too, like... A big thing is, like, the theme, it should be, like, kind of like what uh, Disney World's theme is, which is, you know, the Tomorrowland that never was. Right. Of course, just not as ugly and cartoonish as it's the scary. one that's in <laughs> Disney World. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, if we're, we're building on that, you know, again, the theming, I think all of us agree. That's that's probably the major thing. And I always say, and, and I usually get the same reaction, I'm like, you know, it's a simple re-theme. If you watch the Tomorrowland film, you could easily translate into that. Or, I said this, 
uh, a little bit ago, and I know you guys kind of agree. I was like, or you can even mix it with Meet the Robinsons and be like, you know what? Build it up a little bit more, even though people didn't enjoy that film as much. Easy yeah. enough to transfer all that over. Yeah, I know, like, uh, Courtney mentioned the rocks uh, thing uh, and the bottleneck. I would say, like, one of the biggest things for me is, like, uh, you know, every movie you ever watch, including Tomorrowland, tomorrow, uh, the world of tomorrow is always very, uh, unless you're thinking Blade Runner, but uh, <laughs> uh, tomorrow, the world of tomorrow is always very clean and very sterile, and it's very open. Yeah. And that's, like, one of the big issues is that that bottleneck really, uh, like, kind of disenchants you from the idea of tomorrow because, like, you're you're stuck in this small space with everyone. There's no space to move around. Like, and uh, to me, like, that kind of defeats the purpose of the world of tomorrow because I've always pictured tomorrow being, like, or, you know, the future being, like, this open place that, you, uh, you know, and everything looks nice and neat right. and organized, but... Our Tomorrowland, like, right now doesn't have that going on for it. Honestly, it makes me think, honestly, a little bit about Futurama. If that's the future we're looking towards, yeah, I don't want to live on this planet. I'll go live somewhere else. Those rocks, I feel like they just bring out mean, like, the attitude changes around those because people are angry about it. Because now you're really tight space, and then you have that one person who has to be claustrophobic and pushing people. Yeah. Yeah, you, all, you <laughs> always that get one it. person. <laughs> That person who just doesn't understand that we can't do anything about this. Um, Shelby makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hunter, what's like uh, some things you would like to see different, uh, though? I, again, more stuff that I've said before. Um, with that track for the People Mover, I'm on board with what you've always said. Give it back to us. Yeah. But if you're so inclined not to give it back to us, can't we do something with it? You know, yeah. put the dome over... Do Meet the Robinsons, do, you know, Wally's Space Adventure or something like that. You can even do Wreck-It Ralph and have a tour through the arcade. Just something that, you know, gets us to go on it again. I have a little question. Um, the, uh, the people mover, you know, is it really hard to rebuild it or anything like that? Or It seems like everything's there. It looks like to me, you could just plug it in and then, yeah. you know, go so on the show. I will say, I know that I've heard that um, one of the things is you have to, uh, that Disney knows that they have to actually, like, uh, do, like, work on it. Because, like, one thing is it has the Rocket Rod track on it, so they have to redo the track. But then the thing is, is that any time they go in the buildings, they have to shut down that whole area because of, like, safety concerns and stuff, you know, with California and their crazy OSHA standards. (laughs) So... Like, the whole thing is they're like, oh, well, if we did that, we have to close down Star Tours when we're in Star Tours. And we have to close down uh, Star Trader when we're in there. We have to close down Space Mountain when we're in that space. But to me, it's like, you know, you refurb these rides all the time. Like, when you refurb the ride, just do it then. Like, I agree. it's an easy time to work on it. The, the only one that would, might be an issue would be when you have to close down Star Trader. But even that one, at, at the end of the day, it'd be worth it when you've got that ride open again and people are excited. Yeah, I agree. And especially, like, it provides the kinetics, because, like, I know I'm saying that a lot, but, like, that's, like, a big thing about Disney, is that every land has kinetics that you can see that draw you into the area, yeah, you see it, you except see it Adventureland. Around. Adventureland, you're supposed to... Adventureland's idea is that you're supposed to be going in there to find something, to, you know, find that adventure. Uh, you know, Frontierland's got the uh, Mark, Tra- uh, Mark Twain that you can see mm-hmm. going by. Fantasyland, you can see the carousel moving. Um, Tomorrowland, you can obviously see the, uh, Astro Orbiter. Um, that's the thing, though, is, like, uh, you know, they, they just need to provide better kinetics. Yeah. 
And um, you have anything else you want to work on, Courtney? The last one would be definitely Autotopias because, like, the chip paint, that's annoying to me. But also the chairs are starting to go down. Like, yeah. it's a weird feeling, and then they're sometimes split open, and you're just like, you're not even going to attempt to fix that? Okay. Yeah, I know Hunter mentioned it earlier, but, like, uh, you know, it does have, Autopia has a new sponsor in Honda. So, like, hopefully those will get some changes, but I know one thing you also mentioned was uh, lighting, you know. Yes, definitely (laughs) with the lighting, and they need to fix those cars, like, I know they're, like, they're on gasoline. Well, like, the the lighting's a big thing, because I know, like, when you ride it at night, when you go through, like, the the car park, there's, like, some parts where you're just, like, Kind of sitting there like, man, I really, I really don't trust this neighborhood. Like you want to, you <laughs> want to really, lock the door. I really hope I don't break down. <laughs> You're just hoping you can just speed through. You're just like, maybe I can go faster. Um, to add a little comment with Courtney, I, I don't know. Like, I agree with her saying like, why, you know, the the paint is chipping off and seeds. Like, this is Disneyland. You know, everything is supposed to be like to, the way I see it. Everything's supposed to be new. You know, like yeah. At least you know. Give me my magical experience. Exactly. It's just like. I don't know, like, like the way it says, like, really, like, you can't fix this, like, two seconds. Well, yeah, that's all of Tomorrowland. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's also Toontown. <laughs> yeah, you feel like Clark Griswold going through there. <laughs> all right, this is a dangerous neighborhood. Roll them up. <laughs> yeah. Um, really quickly, like, for me, like, my big, my big idea would be, for instance, Red Rocket's Pizza Port is the worst eating establishment I've ever gone to. Uh. <laughs> Mind you, I've been to Applebee's. No. <laughs> but no That's like, it. I'm out. <laughs> no, seriously though, like that like the pizza is plastic. Um I know like we for instance, DCA has like had the best pizza I've ever had. It it had well not in, ever in had, memoriam. In in a Disney park it's the best pizza I've ever had. And uh you know they had the pizza and pasta but then they replaced it with this awful plastic pizza that they serve inside of the uh red rockets pizza port and i i just i don't understand like why how this place stays open because the food is so awful i agree uh the one thing that always bothered me like like you said that pizza place is you know disgusting right when you walk into you know the space mountain you see a lot of empty yes. chairs and everything like yeah. if i was like a manager or something i would say I would, you know i would say to myself what can I fix this? You know, like, I yeah. want I what want I people, yeah. yeah, you know? I totally agree. Now, for me, it's a pretty crazy, drastic version, but for me, what I, what I would love to see happen is Astro Orbiter just pulled out from where it is. And, you know, you can do one of two things. You can put it back where it was on top of uh, the People Mover, or you can put it up on the helipad uh, with Space Mountain, because, like, for me, like, that long hallway you have to go down to get to Space Mountain is stupid. So... Yeah. What I want is, like, that whole area underneath uh, Space Mountain, just rip that all out. Magic Eye Theater, Red Rockets, Pizza Port, all gone. And what I would love, though, is, like, I want that to be, like, a ride. Because, like, we all know Disney is really big. At Disneyland, we're really big on building attractions on top of attractions. So, like, I would love to see, like, a Wreck-It Ralph ride right there. It would be perfect, because I'm a big fan of it. You know, if you're not, you know, you're awful. But... (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, uh, I think that'd be cool. And then the whole thing is that helipad is so big and empty, I think it would be perfect for it to be, like, a small area for you to do stuff in. Like, you know, just have escalators going up to it. You've got one side you can go in line for Space Mountain. 
And then you can put like carts with food. You can do like tons of stuff up there, especially like, like I said, you could put the Astro Orbiter up there. It might be too big though, but you know, it would still yeah. like solve a big problem. Especially you would get rid of that bottleneck and all those rocks in the front and it would be more open. Like I would just love to see it like that. To build on that, yes, I agree. Put it on the helipad because I think you're also taking down another problem that I think has always been kind of a problem. With that helipad being there, I get so sick and tired of seeing kids and adults running around yes. that section. You're like, hey, this is a this is an honest safety concern. You guys are running around like, you know, fools, you're gonna get hurt and you're going to probably turn around and blame my company for something yeah. we didn't do. I totally agree. And, like, it's just, it's wasted space, too. Yeah. So it's, like, at the least, make it, like, a small area where people can sit down. You you get some food carts up there. Get some churros or uh, $5 churros <laughs> with sauce for Hunter. Yeah, um, like a little show or something. Or TV. God. Yeah, like, just do something with that area. If they put the Astro Orbiters there, they could also do, like, what they do over in Florida with Dumbo. They don't want like a line construction yeah. going on. They could have that little area where kids are playing and they give you, I don't even remember what it is, but it goes yeah, off. The little, yeah, yeah, the, the little, yeah, the little buzzer. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they call them. Um, you know, to, uh, uh, you guys, uh, I'll feel good though, like, uh, you know, to just like end this, so like, I would like to say like, the one thing, I know everyone's been pretty detrimental about like, uh, the Star Wars, the season of the Force, but, the way I see it, like, it's a very positive thing. Because, like, we're finally making steps forward. Like, even with the Universal, that's one thing I love about Universal upping their game is that Disney's finally going, hey, we have to step it up because we've been, you know, coasting. And I like that Season of the Force, you can tell, has brought in a lot of money into Tomorrowland to fix certain things. Like, you know, Innoventions was awful. And so they got they had to wait for the contracts to end but they got rid of it yep. and now you get a really cool experience with the launch bay the hero hq i think is actually pretty cool and i the one thing i would say is i would like to see more marvel characters because i'm a big comic book oh, yeah. fan anyway so i would like to see more characters but um like especially the iron man one stop showing me pictures of you doing D23 events with the iron man one there i want to see him for real the iron man um but <laughs> You know, like, I, I think we're making uh, great progress, though. Like, we're moving forward, and, you know, they're pumping money into it. Like, yeah. uh, I know I've said it before, but uh, Tony Baxter talked about the whole thing with Tarzan's Treehouse. And Tarzan's Treehouse, even though people hate it and, um, you know, were so against uh, the change from Swiss Family Robinson, the idea from Disney was they were going to rip that tree out anyway. So what he did to save it is he said, hey, how about we synergize it and we make a cross promotion with Tarzan and just tie it into that and they bought it and they gave him the they gave him a small budget but what he immediately did is he fixed that tree because he knew that there were issues that leaves were falling off so he fixed that nice. and then he just threw in static figures for Tarzan to lightly make it Tarzan because that's the thing is like that's what season of the force I see is like yeah. what they did is they were like hey let's get people excited for Star Wars and Disney was like, yeah, we'll do cross-promotion synergy. We love synergy. And then they pulled, that, they pulled that money and they threw in stuff that we wanted for a long time. They threw in lights. Uh, they, they threw in, like, some fresh repaints. They, did the, or they redid the interventions as a launch bay. Like, it's all steps forward. Yeah. 
to go back onto our the superhero HQ. Since we have Asgard, I still think it'd be really cool if they switched out Thor with Loki every now and again. Yeah, that that That'd would be, be cool. I would really enjoy it. And, and you know that that whoever plays Loki would enjoy his life. Just very like much. Thor does. Yeah. Um, I agree. You know, with I don't know. I think they should add more characters. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if you have more characters, like say, like if you have Hulk at you know one o'clock, Iron Man at three o'clock, you're gonna see a lot of oh, lines, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 switching yeah. out every couple yeah. of yeah. hours at one spot and be like, hey, you know, right now we got this guy. Come back later, we're gonna have this guy. Yeah, people will come back. They want yeah. that photo. I'm assuming though that's the whole point of the the vault thing with Spider-Man is that it's eventually they're gonna have them changing out in there. Yeah. I just thought of something that would be pretty cool for me. If when we do the Avenger movies, if they had all the Avengers, we could do a photo op with all of them. Well, they have them for the Avengers run, so it would make sense. You know, it'd be funny. This is just kind of random. Um, if if you see like a Mickey Mouse costume, but like Jedi, oh, I, yeah. I would love to take a picture of that. <laughs> Sadly, that you won't, won't see that anymore because, uh, as I was told by a cast member friend, um, and it was at the beginning of the year. They said that with Star Wars Force Awakens, they actually don't want any yeah. confusion and anything like that. So they got rid of all the licensing agreements. And that's why, like, any of the Cars Star Wars stuff that you wanted and any of the Jedi Mickey and Darth Vader Goofy stuff, if you find it, you have to buy it. Because, like, when we were just there, like, they didn't have any of it. Mm -hmm. They were all gone. And, like, Cars Land had the, the Star Wars cars still. So, like, you have to pick those up uh, when you see them because they're going away. Yeah, I'm just gonna build on that really quick. You know, don't do the thing that I always do. Every time I'm there and I see someone I want, you know, the part of me that 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 wants it is overruled by the one that's like, ah, oh, man, they're gonna have this next time. No, no, no more of that. I, I missed out on a lot of those like Star Wars things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So grab it now, or you're gonna be living like I do, filled with regret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like a. Like I said, you know, we, we see the positives, so um, I feel like uh, we're heading off into the future, and it's a, a big, beautiful tomorrow for Tomorrowland <laughs> coming. It, it's, it's nice to see that they finally stop, you know, looking behind themselves and saying, oh, well, we can just keep doing this. It's yeah. nice to see that they finally said, we can move forward, we got this, we're on the right track, and I, and I thank them very much for doing that. Thank I you. I totally agree. <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for us this week. Um, we want to thank you guys once again for listening. Uh, we totally appreciate it, all four viewers out there. Uh, we want to make sure to let you know, subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, follow us on Spreaker. Um, <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say something. Um, so uh, anyway, you can follow me on Snapchat or uh, Instagram or Twitter. I'm at GeoDisney. That's G-I-O Disney. You can follow Hunter... Uh, I'm on Twitter at Hunter3GATM. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I'll change my name something better, you know. But right now it's JackSteveAck24. Don't worry, I'll change it. <laughs> I'll find something. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, J182. But like, like I said, anything, you know, I just recommend just doing it with Josh. I mean, <laughs> he has all the facts and stuff. I'm on Instagram at, at Court Giordano. That's long, and you can find it on Josh's Instagram yeah. if you really want you'll, to find me. You'll find all of us <laughs> in there. But, uh, you know, once again, we just want to thank you guys. We want to give a thank you to Dave once again. We love you, Dave. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for listening. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great time. See you guys. Ka-chow. <laughs>